Hey guys. Oh, hey. Oh, I can't hear myself. Sorry. <laughs> hey guys, this is Fino. And this is Carmen. And you're listening to Man, Man in the, the Mill. Lego. Ew. Hello. Carmen. Yes. Happy Cinco de Drinko. You know, I think we should take another shot. You think so? I think so. I think so too. Hey, you Happy know, it's... Cinco de Motherfucking Like, I had a burrito Drinko. from Chipotle, so I think the alcohol can absorb that. Um, Our doctor got us Camacho. Ew. It wasn't bad. You know, I had their shrimp taco. Their shrimp taco was really good. I had their shrimp um, and their enchiladas. De, their cocktail de camarón was, it was okay. It was a little sweeter than how I would typically like it. Um, but their shrimp taco, I should have just gotten like three of those. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, I had, um, when I last went there, I had the shrimp enchiladas um, because Yuri said Tequila they were good. Tequila choice. Damn, that's a big bottle. Mm. And it's blue. And... Mm. Strawberry margarita. She came in clutch, y'all. I was ready. That that Paula Dean, that Paula Dean accent, y'all. Let's okay, take these shots, all, y'all. First, first of all, I love Paula. She needs to be back on the Food Network. I totally forgive no, her for what she said. I don't. I have. To. I mean, there's people who said worse who are still on TV. Yeah. Well. And so they just no, make- yeah. We need to bring Paula Dean back. She loves to cook with butter. I love to cook with butter. Right. You know, we're meant to be. She we're loves meant to, to cook. Be. She loves to cook with some love. You know, she got the Gucci on deck. Well, um, oh, you know what? I need first. Let me hop right. No, I'm just kidding. First, let me hop out this motherfucking porch. Our live is still hit. not. Is it? Can you scroll down and see if it's showing our comments, or do you want me to do it? Oh, uh, I think it is right there. Comments and, and modifications. But we don't see people commenting yet. If anybody that's watching can just send us a comment, I want to see if it will show up because we've been having, we've been having issues with our comments showing up. So I've been trying to be, I've been trying to look at we them. Have three viewers. Um, on my phone. So you three viewers that are watching us go. right now. There you go. Just leave a comment. Oh, you know what I think it was? What? I had not, um, I had not, um, um, updated my computer, and I just oh, updated it today. So up. I think that may have happened. Sit up. Y'all. First, let me hop out. Okay. Thank you, Diego. I appreciate you. Oh, that's a lot of that's a lot of periods. <laughs> but we appreciate you. <laughs> wow. At least I know he's watching. All right. Let's dive in. I oh, wait, 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 wait. We need to do our cheers. Oh, wait. I need a, I need a piece of lime. Si. Oh, you want me to eat the skin? Okay. This one's for you. This one's for you, sir. I had to. I had to. Okay, everybody. It's Cinco de Drinco. If you're at home sitting down, grab that shot of tequila. Let's do this together. We're going to need it tonight. It's a hot topic. We're going to need it. She going to need it. So, juntos. Pa arriba. Pa abajo. Pa centro. Y pa dentro. That was good shit. The lime really helps it out too. Mmm, that strawberry margarita. Mm-mm. Made with real strawberries. <laughs> okay, Paula Dean. <laughs> I did. I was really. Ooh, let's cheers. Mm. We didn't cheers. I was really proud of myself because. Clink, clink. I made. Uh, well, I mean? attempted. I got to perfect it. It was still good. Smothered pork chops. Um, mashed potatoes, and then I did um, some baby carrots. And like Ooh, a brown seven viewers, let's get it up. Can I was trying to listen? I was trying to describe what I made for dinner tonight. Oh, what did you? What did you make the pork chops tonight? 
Cheers, Marissa. I did. So Hy-Vee had a special. It was like one day only. It's 99 cent pork chops. They were like the thick cut, bone, uh, boneless, boneless pork chop cuts. Um, and so I decided I wanted to try to make smother pork chops. I don't know what the fuck possessed me to do that. So it wasn't, the roux wasn't as dark as I wanted it to be, yeah. but it was still good. It was still really, really good. All the kids ate it. It was kid approved. I'm happy. And then I made uh, my famous mashed potatoes. What are you doing? I'm dancing to that song. <laughs> Marissa, I have a question. I would just talk Can to Can I Carmen finish about- describing <sighs> my dinner tonight? Yes, go ahead. And then I did baby carrots in a buttery brown Ooh, sugar glaze. Like, soft-wise, oh, mm-hmm. I, sometimes I love how they still a little hard because it still gives off that crunch, but not too soft. Como when you're making um, the one the the stew. You know the beef stew? You yeah, know how they're really so I soft? do. I blanch my carrots because ain't nobody trying to eat no crispy, no crunchy ass carrots. You want oh. nice and soft with just a little Me. bit of a little bit of crunch. Me. But I ain't trying to eat no carrots ranch. So yeah, I blanch my carrots. Do I need to move this a little bit? Are you feeling a little? No. Hey, cabrón. No. I just wanted to show off your Christmas, um, your Christmas. Decor. Shut up, because Joe's already told me I need to change my my. He said, "You know, babe, we need to buy you some new pillows and blanket." I said, "What's wrong with the ones we got?" He said, "It ain't Christmas no more." Fuck right, you. It's summer. Fuck you. It's summer, and we're mothers. All right, listen, 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 listen. Let's dive into the no, cheese no, no, mess. No, 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 no. I still need to ask Marissa a question because I was talking to Carmen before we started the live. Marissa, um, my finger is not working. And I'm not fippling you off. It's just, it's it's not working. And I need to know. Um, His finger's it, not working. It's needing to heal up because of nail. But can you um, oh. give me some suggestions? Feliz embarazo. Um, can you give me, can you wait till I finish? She said take a um, shot for me. Can you give me some suggestions how I can heal my finger so I can get my nails done by my birthday? Why don't you Google it? Because Marissa is a. T- so is it considered an open wound or has it like healed? I'm not I don't want to take it off. I just put some medicine on it, and I just put a new Band-Aid on it. How did so you break it? It, um, uh, for Super glue it. The Super Bowl. And Super Bowl? Yeah, so I went out that night, and- I That was February. I know, and We're it face fucking May. Can you let me talk? Oh, kind of like when I was trying to describe my dinner, and you yes. kept interrupting me? And I only interrupted you once. Oh, anyways, twice. What's she saying? She sent her Send a DM. Me. Okay. All right, moving on. I'll send you She's in. Um, oh- Let's get into it. Oh, it's a little toasty up in here. Do we have the heater on? No. Oh, it's the shots. It's the shots. It's the shots. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait. Why did you just pour yourself one? Oh, I'm sorry. Jenny said for us to do one. You said you were tired. No, I didn't. Okay. So, first, we're going to... Um, today's May 5th. Um, there's a Star Wars reference that I seen on Lauren's thing. It was like something about the 5th. I don't... Re- I totally forgot, but... Okay. So, you're going to bring up a, a reference. I just... I just thought about it. Are you talking about Lauren I, Sanchez? Yes. I'll look it up. She'll look it up. But also, today is May 5th, and it's National Missing National Missing and Murder Indigenous Women and Girls Awareness Day. That is a so, really long name for an awareness. Yes. So, you know, giving our support to the indigenous um, women It's called and girls. Revenge of the Fifth Dark Side, Cinco de Mayo. Thanks, Thank you. Lauren. Thank you, Lauren, for giving us that. Um, also, <laughs> hold on. I also want to share this, and I, I'm scrolling on her page right now. She says, "Everybody want to drink like a Mexican today, but nobody want to work like one." Okay. A- amen to that. Okay. I'm just saying, but happening. Um, I don't say happy because I don't feel like it's a, a happy moment, but it's definitely let's give our support to National Missing and Murder Indigenous Women and Girls Awareness Day. Let's send that awareness out because 
we need to focus not just on the indigenous, but also human trafficking. Right. Like, there's a big thing going on in Mexico where they're stating that women should not be going outside. Thank you. After three. I wanted to talk about that. Like, they're, after three, they're like, literally bribing people, like your cousins, your friends, your sisters, whoever. I will pay you at least 10,000 pesos to turn them in, to literally sell. Your friend, your cousin, right. your sister, your whoever, and it's to just crazy. these human That's traffickers, and because you know, obviously times are desperate. You're not really thinking in your right mind. People are giving into that, and the, yeah, they are right now in Mexico. They are saying, "Do not go out after three p.m. and don't trust anybody. You cannot yeah. trust anybody right now, or yeah, ever." But yeah, right. Like yeah. I was just gonna say the same. Like ever. Like yeah, it's, you're you're the only person you can trust. If I know that we do have some listeners who are in Mexico, so I know that if you get this transcribed in Spanish. Like, definitely pay attention and listen to what people are saying. Listen to the rumors. Don't go out after 3 or 4 o'clock. Like, because, I mean, that could be our family, you it's know? It, it's, yeah, it's ugly right now. Um, another thing that popped up is Black China lost her... We all knew it was going to happen. We definitely... You like, never go against the family. But, like, okay, let's... I feel like the Kardashians are, like, the mafia family that is today. Like, I just, like... They have more money, better lawyers. Like... Her freaking accusations were unfounded. It was bound to happen. She was going to fucking lose the case. And for what? Like, she literally spent all this money that she does not have on lawyers to lose a case that she knew she was going to lose. Right. So. I mean, the same thing. I'm like, you guys broke up. Why would there be a season two? And she was so mean to him. Mm -hmm. And she said, no, I wasn't. I'm like, yeah, you were. Let's not get it twisted. Let's not get it twisted. Also, local news for um, KCK, um, there was an apartment, um, what do you call them, complex, uh-huh. where they went several months without their mailbox working. What now, do you mean? they didn't get their mail. Okay. So, my whole thing, and I, it may just be the tequila because I'm already two shots in, but... Oh, yeah. I was like, when did we take shoot? But we took one with Joe earlier. I'm like, um, homie, go to the damn post office, pick up your mail. I dislike it because I can already hear them calling in to their card, their credit card people saying, I didn't get my mail. I didn't get my mail. I'm like, you could have went and got your mail. Like, I see this in the news. Like, you didn't get your mail because you didn't want to go to the post office to get your mail. Like, nah, you could have went to the mail. If you could drive to work, you could have went to the U.S. Post okay, office. Okay, but okay, listen, because... The mail offices have weird fucking hours. Like, some of them close, like, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. If you work a 9 to 5 or an 8 to 4, you're going to have to leave work early. Some people can't afford to do that. Like, I wish that the the post offices had a little bit more flexibility when it comes to picking flex, up your mail. Flex, flex, So I'm just saying, like, if you have a 9 to 5, it opens at 7. Let's get there. If you want to get your, if you really What post get office your opens at 7? Well, the one in Shawnee. But what if it's not their post office though? Then they better because call every ahead. every zip code has their like own like uh, their post office. Yeah, so like when I lived in uh, the apartments over mm. here in Westwood, my post office was the one across the street from KU Med. Oh, there's one by KU Med. The Rosa one. It's like a really hole in the wall fucking one. Oh, I don't see that one. Yeah, and the and, still and so the one for Armadale too. I would have to go to Rosedale. And then, like, their Argentine one has their little post office. Like, well, yeah, so, I, yeah. I feel like that's the one that's always closed. I never see nobody there. 
It's like a little ghost town in there. And they're so slow. Right. And they're so impatient. Like they're, so fucking, they're so fucking. No. <laughs> They'd be like, what's your last name? Right. I'm like, Ponce. Why do you spell that? Yes. I'm exactly. like, oh, hell no. <laughs> Monsters Inc. reference for sure. Right. <laughs> but um, let me, I'm going to skip over the next one because it's going to go into one of our topics and I know it's going to get you started. But um, I just received a news on here that Beyonce is nominated for a daytime Emmy. Oh. For what? For original song. For, for what? Who? For her mama, Tina Knowles. Um, for her, for what? For her new podcast, Talking with Mama Tina. I haven't heard it. I don't think it's going to get that much fly because... Do you think we jumped on the uh, podcast bandwagon? Me and you? Yeah. No. Because we've been thinking about this for six years prior. Yeah, we have. I have fucking Facebook statuses, tweets, like all this shit from like seven, eight years ago. Right. So it's not something we just like, oh, let's just like grab some equipment and let's just go ahead and do it. Like this is something we were talking about Can you believe, since we're on the topic... That we're gonna be doing this for a fucking year, right? Can you oh that my we've goodness. stuck it out for a year? It's exciting, and that we've picked up the traction that we have. I mean, I know we've had our bad days. <laughs> Case and Boy are cooking with us video or uh, that wasn't live. That bad. It was bad. If we knew that <laughs> we couldn't use the desktop for it, right. we would have just started with our cam- with our phones. Right. And it was bad. Went though. there. <laughs> like we definitely need to but do a redo to have over better. you know five hundred followers and so to still be listened to worldwide and to have as many you know people listening to us daily. Like our our page is reaching like. You know, at least on average, 1,500 people a day. Now, whether or not they listen to our stuff is totally different. But the fact that, you know, it's grabbing that attention and it's gratifying. And the fact that we're putting ourselves out there, is, right. it's, it's amazing. And I feel and like we're, we're getting more comfortable with just saying whatever we want to say. Yes. Like, yes. especially like And with, more, more posting on social media, which is draining. It's, and even it's going really out hot. there and doing the interviews. Yes. I, like I, when we, I did my first one alone. I was super nervous because I'm just like, I know I do this all the time with you every Thursday, but going out where there's different vendors and different pop-ups, I'm like, damn, I'm like, I'm doing this alone. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have the feed off of you, but yeah. it's like, we have the support out there who people who know us yeah. where we go, okay, cool. Like, this is going to be, like, this is us. So I'm definitely excited to see where this year is going to take us. And I'm really, really excited to just do more hole in the wall, you know, small businesses, um, mom and pop shops, like just really putting Kansas City out there because it's Kansas City. I love our city. I really do. People are like, oh, Kansas City too small. I'm going to leave Kansas City, blah, blah, blah. But we've become so immersed in culture and we've become so immersed in entrepreneurship that I'm just, I'm just excited to get us out there. Right. I'm really excited to see where we're going to go next year. So I'm excited just to go, just to see more Be people. on the lookout. Right. We- Things are brewing up. Things are going. Pop Ain't nothing brewing. Coming. Just be on the lookout. <laughs> no, we got we got ideas brewing up in our brain. You know. <laughs> All right. We're so Beyonce it. did a song. What's next? Um. Oh, um. There was a driver who punched in an address to go to their destination, and mm-hmm. I guess this destination took him into a. You know how the, the parking lots have stairs, staircase like stairs to go down and up and everything. You know, like that little, what are they called? What parking lots? Like the garage parking lot. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they have, like, she went into a garage parking lot and the GPS told her the direction to go to. She got her car stuck in the stair 
of the stair That's just stupid. So she told police, like, this is where the GPS told me to go to. I'm like... That's just stupid. Really, bitch? Like, that's, for real? That's literally... That's just fucking stupid. Right. I'm like... Like, common sense should have kicked in. I'm like, uh, should I really go in here? No, let me just back out. Let me try to see exactly where I'm trying to... No, that's just fucking stupid. It's... I was like, oh my goodness, this girl is too crazy. I can't. I can't with these people. So but... No, so no other major cheesemas? The Met Gala? Yeah. Did we not see the Kardashians? No, they were. Uh, oh, Chloe okay, first looked of all, amazing. First of all, what the fuck was Kylie wearing? A, a ball dress. cap? A yes. ball cap. I thought it was different. No, she did not stick to the theme. Which was, uh, what is it called? Gal. It was Gilded Age. Okay. It was Gilded Age. So, was, he was, so, she was okay. trying to make it modern. So it's very similar to, um, there's a show on HBO Max called literally The Gilded Age. The outfits or the costumes that are, are the, that they're worn on the, that show is kind of the idea or kind of the sentiment that people are supposed to, re- nobody, nobody besides Blake fucking lively. God, I love her. She's fucking gorgeous. Did you see how she transformed her dress? Yes, because you know who she was implementing, right? She was doing the Statue of Liberty. Oh, no, I didn't. So copper over time tarnishes and it turns into that blue color. So why? that's why she turned her dress initially was that copper. Yeah. And then eventually when she let go of the dress, it turned into that blue because when copper gets exposed to different elements and turns, that's why the Statue of Liberty is blue. Oh. The Statue of Liberty turned out to, when it initially was, you know, come from France to the United States, it was a copper color. But eventually with the elements, uh, it turned into that blue color. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. So that she was sense. paying a, a homage to homage. the statue. Homage. Homage? Homage. Homage. She don't even know the word. No, it's yeah. homage. Anyways, she was playing tribute to the Statue of Liberty in New York City or New York. Did um, you see Alicia Keys? No, I did not. I didn't see oh. all of them. Blake Lively, I'm a ride or die for her. She's fucking amazing. She's fucking I loved beautiful. I her in Traveling in the Pants. Yeah. Yeah. Sisterhood, Sisterhood of the Traveling, traveling Pants. Pants. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good show. Hi, Pamela. Hey, Pam. Hello, well, Pam. Welcome to the podcast. Um, and so, Take a shot, Pam. Take um, a I shot. I was not impressed with a lot of the outfits that were at the Met Gala. Um, a lot of them honestly. were weird. But Chloe, I love Chloe's outfit. Chloe's was really good. It was, it just... I, I Courtney's just, was fucking trash. I didn't, I didn't get it at first, but then when she explained it, I'm like, oh, okay, this is going off of like your guys' thing. Her after party outfit was way better. Um, Kim, I felt like even though it was, though I think I, I feel like because it was a Marilyn Monroe dress, yeah, that's what the hype was. But it just seemed like a very generic dress to me. Um, I'm really upset. Do you upset. know why she kept her scarf around the back? Because she couldn't, her ass couldn't, fit her properly. ass couldn't fit in the outfit. But here's the thing, though. <laughs> here's the thing, though. The fact that she literally starved herself for three weeks to to fucking lose sixteen pounds to fit into that dress. I'm not okay with that. No. I'm um, not okay with that. Who's that actress? She played in The Hustlers with Jennifer Lopez. And she also plays in Riverdale. Um, she gave her two cents. Yeah, she I shared like, it on her Man in the Mill yeah, that page. One. Yeah, her Lily uh, Rain something. Reinhardt or something like that. Like, I fucking love her. She made a good point. The fact that she is starving her, herself for the Met Gala is not okay. She has women looking up to her. Girls looking up to her. Right. For what? To fit into a dress? Really? I think the whole, I don't think the thing was to be pointed as like you're starving yourself for three weeks to fit into a dress. I think it's more. Female, she lost 16 pounds in three weeks. That's not healthy. Right. But I think it's more of like saying if you really love something, you're going to push yourself to go ahead and do it. 
No. Yeah. Not lose that's 16 a, pounds in three weeks. But that's just her. That's just Kim. But yeah. oh, but the Kim thing does, about Kim, though, is Kim that she's a that. public, but she's a public figure. Right. But she does it for her own. Like, she's not promoting, like, this is what you need to do in order to. If she wasn't going to promote it, then she shouldn't have put it out there that she lost that much weight to but fit she, into that dress. But Lala asked her the question. goes like, oh, my God, how did you fit into this dress? Because I knew that before it didn't fit. Like, what did you right. do? Right. But why knowing she, that people were going to write articles, knowing that I was going to put out in social media. You gotta, you gotta be smart. You gotta be smart about it. Like, it's why Kim, though, would you? She stirs the pot. Like, this is how it happens. I stir the pot by what? What I do you, get what it. do you gain by saying I starved myself for three weeks to fit into a dress that my ass couldn't fucking fit into, and for what? To be a below average? No. Uh, her dress for people to her talk. Outfit. We're talking about it. <sighs> that's what she's. That's what she's doing. That's I'm not she's talking great. about the dress. I'm talking about her. the actions for her to get right. into that that's dress. That's what I'm saying. But I'm talking about what that represents in order for her to fit into that dress. I'm saying I, I understand where you're coming from. Definitely understand where you're coming it's from. It's not. But, it's not women fucking empowerment. But I'll tell you I, that I look much. at it as like. If you want something really bad, you're going to do something about it. And she wanted to wear this dress really For what? For her to look subpar? Her hair? Atrocious. Did you look atrocious. at her hair? It wasn't atrocious. Yes, it was. It was like 16 different thousand shades. She was blonde, white, gray, purple. Like, she literally went from her just regular black, brown, whatever the fuck color she, hair she was at the time, to platinum blonde. And you can fucking see it. You can see where the color didn't lift. You could see where... I sound like Mona right now. Anyways, subpar. I'm like, sub fucking part. It was the Met Gala subpar. Like, let's let her talk, you guys. Yes, Pam, it is birthday month. Um, I cannot wait. Oh my goodness, 31 is creeping up on me. 31. Anything else? It's crazy. On the topics? On my birthday? No, my birth- on the my, topics. My birthday was one of the topics. Oh, okay. Happy birthday. No, topics? My birthday is on the 24th. <laughs> I know. Can you believe it? I can. And I still haven't made it to Greece. You'll get there. Next year. Next year for my birthday. Okay, this next one um, is about Bank of America. Oh, okay. Did you hear about this? No. Okay, so the um, Bank of America um, CEO um, had called the Road versus Wade a more of a settled law. But the company does state that it will discuss its benefits. Um, for employees who are seeking abortion. So, I they actually, thought, Bank of America has actually really good uh, maternal leave. Oh, I need a word. Uh, if I remember correctly, I remember at the time, and don't quote me this, I think Heidi. Clue? Uh, no. No, no, no. Uh, she's, a, she's a friend. Oh. But she Heidi, was where working. Heidi, um, where you at? Though? Where you at? She was working at Bank of America at the time. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Bank of America right now offers 26 weeks of parental leave. Isn't that like half a year? It's fully paid for eligible teammates. And and they include uh, leave options including personal, medical, and military leave. So in regards to companies, because a lot of companies, you know, they give you how many? 26 weeks. That's what, three months? That's half a year. Because there's 52 weeks in a year. Oh, there you go. Wow. That's a tequila talking, you guys. (laughs) She said, that's three months? Mm-hmm. She's not doing her math. Yeah, right. so that's almost, that's six months of maternity leave. That's like one of the best uh, things that you can offer. Um, yeah, they are. They are. It's full paid for eligible teammates. So I'm, I'm assuming you have to work there for an X amount of time. You probably have to be a full-time employee to get these uh, offered benefits. But they offer 26 weeks of parental leave. So I'm assuming it's 
uh, maternal and parental. So, or maternal and... Uh, maternal and paternal uh, yeah. leave. Wait, what's the male one? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, mom and dad leave. <laughs> it's the tequila talking. Oh, wait, um, wait, what? So um, I'm I'm really curious to see how would they would classify abortion. Would they do like a one week time leave or two week time leave? Um, to see uh, to see that. Right. It is the drink can't get it. I should. I probably. I didn't even take an edible today, guys. Well, well, I mean, with that being said, in regards to the abortion topic, we can just jump into our topic. I was going to add more. Wait, 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 wait. I have one more chisme. Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Game of Thrones nerds, geeks, people who watch Game of Thrones. Oh, so Diehard fans. August 21st. Mark your fucking calendar. Now. House of Targaryen is coming out. Yeah, I'm so excited. For I'm those so of you excited. that don't know, House of Targaryen was a Daenerys Targaryen's Khaleesi, if you must. If you must. House. And it's go- It's the prequel to Game of Thrones. So it's essentially going to be um, her brothers, her father, um, so on and so forth. So is she the younger version? Is that who? That- She's the younger version. No, She's it, the last um, sole survivor of the Targaryens uh, outside of Jon Snow. But Okay. Because I was like, they were, they... So it's going to talk about the Mad King. Go watch the trailer. Yeah, it's going to be talking about the Mad King, and it's going to talk about his brothers, um, which the dragons were named after. And it's going to talk about them, their storyline, and how they became the House of Targaryen, House of Dragon, et cetera, et cetera. August 21st, HBO Max. Make sure you tune in. We will definitely make this a topic because I fucking love Game of Thrones. If you haven't watched Game of Thrones, go watch it Yes, it's a slow start. The first, like, two or three episodes. A slow start? It's a slow start. It's a shocking start. No, it's not. The brother and sister? The boy falling out out of the window? But that didn't happen to what? Going to the black, to the the wall? Yeah, but that didn't happen to what? Episode two or three? The first one. That didn't all happen in the first The brother and sister, episode. the first episode. That was the first episode? Yes. With Jamie and... Um, the queen. What the fuck is her name? I can't even stand her bitch ass. Cersei. Fuck Cer- Cersei. I was going to say shame. Yes. But, shame. okay. Shame. Shame. Now that we're talking about abortions, let's go ahead and jump into our... One of the main topics of the hour, which is Roe versus Wade and Melissa Lucio. Um, which one would you like to start with first? Since we're on the topic of abortion, let's go ahead and start with Roe versus Wade. Okay, so. And I know I know that we talked about it before, but this is more of an update because it's coming back to light. And we did, I think, on the, uh, we talked about Roe versus Wade about it giving overturned. I think we said we were going to touch touch back on it eventually. So this is us touching back on it eventually. Yeah, she has her notepad out. I do. She did her research. Okay. It's not on her phone so, this time. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so, um, as many of you know, let me go, let me go. Hold on, let me get to the topic. Let me get to the topic. Let me go. Um, well, she's okay. that, I'm going to cut out the limes real quick. Because that so, shot is getting hot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so. As many of you know, there was a leaked draft from the U.S. Supreme Court um, that pretty much said that Roe versus Wade was going to be overturned by the the U.S. Justice. Um, so I I was looking. Um, I am a little bit of a nerd. I love TED Talks. I love watching TED Talks. So I happened to just Google Roe versus Wade 
TED Talks. Um, and I came around one that came out in December of 2021. Um, and she is, the, the person I'm talking about is Katherine Colbert. She is a, re, redu- oh my God, I'm so, I'm not drunk. I just can't talk straight. Reproductive rights lawyer. And in December of 2021, she said, Roe versus Wade, mind you, the leak hadn't even come out yet. Fina, are you enjoying that? Yeah, I'm listening to you. Um, She said that within the year, Roe versus Wade is going to get overturned. And what does that mean? It means that the federal government will no longer protect reproductive freedom. So. What does that mean? It just means that your right to have an abortion, abortion is, is no longer protected. What you do with your body is no longer protected. Okay. So this is something we want to happen. We don't want this to happen. Because Roe versus Wade has essentially given us the freedom to decide what to do with our bodies. Um, If it does get overturned, which, let's be honest, more than likely it will, um, we're probably talking about half of the states will ban abortions. Half. Of the United States will ban abortion. Kansas, not included. So I did a little research and I was curious to see how many abortion clinics were offered. Um, the state of Kansas has three. Uh, two are local, so KCK, um, Overland Park, and one is a little bit further out. It's in Wichita. Missouri, though, locally, we have none. So if you want to go to... Yeah, I mean, we're borderline, if you know. Oh, I'm like, I don't live in Missouri. <laughs> we? No, we don't live in Missouri. But, I mean, if we, like, say, for for instance, Kansas didn't offer abortions, we would want to look into Missouri because, obviously, it's it's our neighbor. And Missouri has none? Neighbor, not none. Not any close. Oh, okay. St. Louis and Rolla, Missouri are the two closest clinics for abortions. Rolla, Missouri? Yeah, they're both. You mean both, where Fugitive Beach is at? Yeah, four hours away each. Damn. Four hours away each. And then it says um, that essentially when it comes to Roe versus Wade, it's broken down into three different elements. The first one being religion, the second one being protection of fetal rights, and the third one being women's health, right? So when we hear about people who are against abortion, those are really the three topic or three points that they bring up. The first one being religion. In Western medicine or Western society, it's frowned upon, right? Um, but if you venture outside of the fucking United States, I hate to break it to you, but abortion in, in, in some religions, obviously not all, it's not frowned upon. It's not. Mm-hmm. And why do you think that? Why do I think what? Why do you think it's not frowned upon? I, I think it trickles down to women's health. I think that if it comes down to the child or the woman, they're going to choose the woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really speak on other religions because that would be a, like a totally different conversation. We would have to dive into the different religions that don't frown upon abortion and why. Mm-hmm. And we don't have the t- that time today. We don't. <laughs> we don't have that time today. Um, but honestly, what it trickles down to is people pushing their religion, their beliefs, their ideals based on what they read on their Bible onto us. Right. I'm going to be honest. I believe in God. 
I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a follower of Christ. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a follower of God. I do believe in in a higher up. I do believe that God exists. But what I don't believe in or what I don't condone is people, Bible thumpers is what you might, I want to call them, Bible thumpers, pushing their ideals, pushing their religion, pushing their thoughts and what the Bible says onto me. I don't care. I don't care. Because at the end of the day, the Bible is archaic. It can't keep up with the political times that we're going through today. What you do, what you believe, how you act based on what you believe is your business. Don't push your beliefs onto other people. It's not okay. What a woman does with her body, it shouldn't be up to you. It shouldn't be your business. It shouldn't come down to your beliefs. Because if you don't believe in it, guess what? Don't do it. Right. It's that simple. It's that fucking simple. Wait, don't do what? Don't have abortions. Um. Don't have sex outside of marriage. Don't have unprotected sex. Like, There's just so many different factors that it's like, if you don't believe in it, then don't fucking do it. But just because you don't believe in it, don't, pull, don't push what you believe in onto other people. Right. <clears throat> what are your thoughts about the Roe versus Wade being overturned? Uh, I mean, just like how we've been posting throughout the week, like if you don't have a uterus, then you would only have no opinion. Uh-huh. I had this conversation with somebody, and I was just like, um, I go, what are your thoughts in regards to abortions? And they had mentioned that I don't believe in them. Excuse I me. feel that a if somebody, like, I believe that if a woman is pregnant, they should then have the baby till term. And if they don't want the child to then place it into adoption. I was like, what? And I was like, I don't feel like that's that's right. Like I didn't I didn't push off their opinion. I'm like, that's what they think. And it's different from what I think. Like, yeah, I do believe that every life should be born, but at the same time, I'm not a female. I don't have to push a child out of my like like a, a vagina that I don't even have, you know? So funny that you bring this up. As of uh April of twenty twenty one, so April of last year, there are 437 kids in foster care. Mm. 437,000. Out of those, about 7,000 of those are in the state of Kansas. Damn. And even that, like, even that, because I had asked the question, I'm like, so would you ever adopt? And they said, I don't think adoption is for me. I would rather have a child of my own out of my blood, like my. Sangre and right. and I was like, see, this is what I this is what I mean. When you state that a woman should have a child and then place it up for adoption, then there are individuals like yourself who don't even want to adopt. So why even place that that child into that into that system where they're not even going to yet have like an actual real family? Like I don't think that that that's even right. But at the same time, like I told him, I'm like. I feel that since I don't have a uterus, I don't have an opinion over what a woman should do with their body. If they want to go that that route, then they want to go that route. But did you know that we have no current laws that dictate what men should do with their bodies? I bet you they don't. No, we don't. I bet you they don't. There are no current laws that dictate what men can and cannot do 
with their bodies. Like, why do you feel like we have these laws just, like, against women? We have old white men in Congress, in legislation, in fucking the Senate. Archaic views. People who should not be in these positions, they've overstayed their fucking welcome. They need to go. Do you feel like they that's why Generation... Is it Generation Z? Is, like, the new generation now is out there pushing for... All these, all, all these changes out there because they are in the realm of, of social media. They are the realm where they can use their camera and post it on TikTok, post it on Snapchat, and like do all like create this awareness. Yes, I just feel like, and that brings me to my next point, which is like the social justice movement, right? Like yeah. the Black Lives Matter, you know, uh, women's suffrage, that sort of thing. Like coalition. This is quoting. Um, the attorney that I was talking about. And she says, coalition is queen, right? Because we've noticed that being loud and, you know, standing the protest and just being out there and being vocal has drawn the attention that people need to get things passed, right? Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that she suggests is, you know, elect legislations that are champions for reproductive health. Mm-hmm. There are over 500,000 elective seats across the United States. And it's our job as the people to make sure that we are voting for those people who are champions for reproductive health, for women's rights, to be placed into those seats. Mind you, we've made some great strides electing women of color, um, people who... Diversities. Yeah, exactly. More diverse people in those seats. But it's not enough. It's not when we have people like Mitch McConnell's fucking old ass in chair. He needs to go. He fucking needs to go. Ted Cruz needs to fucking go. They need to go. Like they they what they stand for is it's so wishy washy and they don't make sense and it's such archaic views that nine times out of ten they're not making sense about what they stand for anymore. Right. They need to go. So <clears throat> I know you had mentioned like more women in Congress, diverse. Um, a big person who we see now is AOC. Right. So what are your thoughts? In regard- I love her. Okay. That's what I was I like. do. I love her. I love what she stands for. I love that she's brutally honest. I love that she, her points, uh, as many people try to, you know, debunk her, if you might say that, like she's just, she comes back 10 times as hard. Right. 10 times as fucking hard. Did right. you know, and this is what pause I wish. Pause quick. Pause. I need a refill. I'm sorry. Oh. I was going to wait for you to like to breathe, but. You just keep talking. <laughs> I love. I'm. I'm just. I'm just. I'm passionate about this topic, man. That was for all y'all who don't know how that's how it sounds. Oh shit! Oh, lick it. <laughs> Anyways, um, I just. I was really sad cheers. when I cheers when I found out that there was pink. A possibility of Roe versus Wade being overturned, um, but oh, in, but in for, what's wrong? Was it strong? This one's a little more stronger. What do you mean? It's the same picture. I think it's because it had ice in before. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. Um, Paula Dean coming out. <laughs> but the reality is, it's gonna happen. Um, and unfortunately, it feels like instead of moving ten steps forward, we're moving twenty steps back. So uh, we're now gonna have. Um, I feel like we're gonna, gonna have to the states then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're saying. Yeah, so okay, so say that Roe versus Wade does get overturned, they're gonna leave it up to the states now. So it's gonna become a state matter on whether or not they are going to ban abortion. 
Okay. So, um, of those, they have something called, let me get to my notes. Let me get to my notes. I mean, we already know where Texas is headed to. Yeah, they are. <laughs> and was it Colorado next? No, Colorado is actually pro. So, let's say for some reason that Roe Ro versus Wade does get overturned. Um, there are 18 states that have trigger laws, including Texas. And I just did like three major ones that sound familiar to us. So, Texas, Missouri, and Alabama. It doesn't exclude uh, North Dakota, South Dakota. Um, and pretty much saying that once that gets overturned, their abortion laws go into effect, which means it's going to be against the law to have an abortion. We already know about Texas. Um, and then it was, I was surprised to see Missouri on there, but it made sense when I was looking up abortion clinics mm -hmm. that they had so many far away, like none right. in KCMO local. Um, and so <sighs> I read that if, I guess if it get, does get overturned and does become against the law, that Canada will open his doors. Let's go. I'm ready to go to Canada. Queen Elizabeth, yeah. I'm ready to go to Canada. Um, did you know that the United States has one of the highest infant mortality rates in the Western world? No. Like Western medicine? No. And did you know that African Americans, Native Americans, Alaskans have some of the highest, the highest, I'm singing because I need to get my notes, um, maternal uh, mortality rate. It's three times higher than that of a white woman. I feel like instead of focusing on what a woman can and cannot do for their bodies, we need to focus on how we can prevent the infant mortalities. The, the mother's dying, giving birth. Infertility. Those are the things that matter. Those are the things that are most important. Mm -hmm. Like, why are we worried about a, a, a fetus that hasn't even begun to live life yet? When we have women struggling to get pregnant. When we are having women dying trying to give birth to these live children that they are, you know, essentially cooking in their stomach. Mm -hmm. You know? Or the infants that die once they exit the wound. Why are we not focused on that? Why are we so worried about these kids that haven't even entered the fucking world yet? Boom. That's what I want to know. Seriously. People are like, oh, you should be against abortion. No, what I'm against is, the f is, is infant mortality. What I'm against is women dying in childbirth. What I'm against is fucking infertility and us not finding the solutions for infertility. Mm -hmm. like, that, like, why haven't we poured our money, thought, heart, care into, into those meaningful issues instead of worrying about if the girl down the street is going to get rid of the fetus that she cannot first take care of. Second of all, probably doesn't even want. And third of all, it's her body. Why the fuck are we worried about her body? Right. Like, I'm a mother. <laughs> That's what I want to know. We're worried about the wrong thing? Let's take a shot to that. We're worried about the wrong we thing. We should, because I'm getting sad just thinking about <laughs> sad? it. Sad? Yes, the government is out to fucking get us. Government needs to stop and do what they got. The people need to do what they got. That they need to do. Like we, I know that when people say like, "Oh, our votes don't count," like your votes do count. Like, yeah, 
it comes up to the counties. It then comes up to the state to in order to place who we have in the big office. But your vote does count within your district. You have to go out and vote for those people. And then once they're in there, who played your who play with your values or go with along with your values um, in regards to what they want as in bills, what they want as like Sharice Davis. I don't know how many damn emails I get from her in regards to what she's doing, what she's going to do next. Like I voted for it. Yes. But I'm like, girl, you out here, you really trying to make some moves because you sending me an email every week about parents, about this new bill you're trying to get into. And like, I'm happy for you and I'm happy that they're, we're out here making these changes. But yes, you do need to go out and vote. You do need to go out and make those changes. Like I feel like that's why the new generation is doing what they need to do in regards to the social media platform is because they're trying to be at the place so that people hear what's real. You know, like the news happens to have the story but they're using their own words in regards to it when you can just be seeing it on a video on tiktok snapchat a recorded video on facebook live like i'm just saying like you if you want to make these changes and you want to move like have the the people in power you gotta go out and vote i'm just saying like it's not even voting season but you have to go out and vote you so here, come here's my question or here's my thought and you guys let me know what you think if you're watching let me know in your comments um if they consider the embryo that's implanted in you considered life at conception, right? And, you know, it's against the law to abort that. What happens to people who do IVF and say they have 10 embryos? Are they required now because it's considered life at conception to have all 10 embryos implanted at once? Hmm. Like, this is what we don't think about. This is what, and it, and it, and it goes beyond the scope of abortion. It, you know, I saw something uh, where it's like they're going to ban same-sex marriage and a racial marriage, you know, birth what? control. We because just, it's all tied into Roe versus Wade. It's, it's like we move forward and now you're like no it's like we're living in the fucking 50s again it's what it is it's like we're living in the fucking 50s again and it's terrifying because you know when you bring your kids into this world like you you don't think about how legislation and you don't think about how the government is going to really affect your kids until now like i want analia to have the choice if she gets pregnant by accident and she does not want to keep the baby i want her to be able to decide that and her be okay with that decision, not be forced to have a child that she does not want. The same thing with Amara. Like, you know, heaven forbid something happens to, you know, my kids, like they're sexually assaulted and they get pregnant as a result of that sexual assault. If they want to get rid of the fetus, they should have the right to do so. Why are we forcing women to carry such a big burden on them? Why? She's talking to you guys. She ain't talking to me. She's talking to you guys. No, I mean, I'm just talking like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm rambling at this point. I'm just like, I, I will always be pro-choice. Always. Like you cannot, there is no kind of argument in this world that's going to make me change my mind. Because at the end of the day, I feel like we know our body. We know what we want. We shouldn't be forced to. Our, the government shouldn't force shouldn't force us to make the decisions. Since when has it become okay for the government to dictate what I do with my body? And why is it just women? Why can't they make men be on birth control? 
Why can't they make men be get vasectomies? You know, if life starts at conception, does that mean that the men are on on the hook for child support from the moment they get us pregnant? Say we're not together. Fina, say you get me pregnant, right? Oh, and life's going to be so cute. Oh my god. And life starts at conception. But say for some reason you say, "Hey, listen, I will be there for the kid. I'm just not going to be there for you." All right, cool. Can I put your ass on child support then since life starts at conception? No. I don't got money like that. <laughs> That's what I'm but saying. But I feel like, like yeah, I understand where you're coming from. Like in all seriousness, I it's like it should it should not just be left on the woman itself. Like it should definitely be there's two We need to get these old fucking archaic men out of legislation. We, we do. We need to get them out, but also we have to we get can their start families with Mitch out. fucking McConnell. We have to get their families out because it's like it's a it's a domino effect because it's like okay, their their father and then their sons go into politics and then their grandkids go into politics and it's like a, a a cycling domino just going down like the family goes are you gonna take your father's seat no we're not taking your father's seat we're gonna kick him out like we're already seeing what's gonna happen when it gets the abortion law gets overturned for example we had a lady in texas she did a self-induced abortion which the charges were dropped thank god but they were trying to charge her with murder murder on a fucking fetus a fetus it's call it what it is. It's a baby. Alice. It is not it's a baby. <laughs> uh, they they were attempting. They dropped the charges, but they were charging her. They were charging her with murder. Nobody cares <laughs> because she took an abortion pill that she got online in the state of Texas, where it is illegal to have abortions. And I think we talked about this last episode or a couple episodes ago. Yeah. The nurses reported her. Oh, that's HIPAA right there. They should, it is. It is a HIPAA thing. But you know what? They, I mean, they were paying, they were offering $10,000 for anybody who would literally snitch. Literally snitch if they found out somebody was having an illegal abortion. Damn. Which, now $10, that $10,000 in Mexico? Because Texas is a fucking mess. I know a lot of people like Texas. They want to move to Texas, blah, blah, blah. Texas is a fucking mess. It's a fucking mess, which brings us into our fu- which brings us into our second topic, Melissa Lucio. Hey, that was nice. Go over conversion. Yes, I was, I was so. I'm like, how are we going to convert from the uterus to Melissa? Because there's two, they're two big different topics. Right, but Texas is a fucking mess. Oh my god, they're, it's it's a Gemini. So, it's definitely a Gemini. if you haven't heard. But wait, 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 wait. Let's before we get into Melissa, let's take a shot. Because oh yeah, we should. We need one for Melissa. Clink. I felt that goes great with lime. (laughs) I'm just telling you guys that it goes great with lime. Okay, so if you guys have not been following, Jenny, that was for you. Melissa Lucio is currently on death row in the state of Texas. She is the first Hispanic female to be placed on death row uh, since Ugh. the Civil War. She isn't the first one in the state of Kansas, or state of Kansas, state of Texas, uh, but she is the first one since Hispanic, the Civil right? War. Hispanic since the Civil War. Damn, they straight up coming for us. They say we we don't want you here. 
And I'm like, I'm a mother. So she is currently, um, she has been uh, in prison since 2007. I think wrongfully. Exactly. That's how you're supposed to do it, Sonia. (laughs) Anyways, she has been, um, she was convicted in 2007 for the death of her two-year-old daughter at the time. Mariah. Mariah. Um, For what it trickles down to, alleged child abuse. Right. Um, And so um, her family, her kids, her lawyers. Her lawyer, which sucked. At the time, at the time. And he works in the DM office. I'm like, bro, I'm about to go down and text and punch you. Hold on. So because Melissa, if you look at Melissa's background, she was um, extremely poor. She didn't have the finances. She didn't have the resources. So when she was extremely poor. (laughs) And so um, when it came down to these charges, because she couldn't afford a lawyer herself, she was state appointed. Right. And. Let's be honest. A lot of these state-appointed defenders, they have caseloads that they can't handle. Therefore, they're gonna lot. They're gonna let a lot of things slide, or they're not going to be as proactive as a a lawyer who you appoint paying out of your own pocket. Versus, do we the state. find it weird that after the she was sentenced, he then got a job on the DA office? Oh, hold on, more. Hold and everybody on. who was there for many years. Hold on, though. Hold and, on. I hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. All right, let part. me listen. And it was also election year. So, so this is, brings a lot of case to point. Um, so let's let's dive in a little bit more into the Melissa Lucia story before we go into the politics, the corruption, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Um. So, uh, at the time that she was convicted, she is a mother of fourteen kids. Well, fifteen. She's a mother. 15 if you include Mariah. At the time that she was sentenced, she had already 12 kids. She was pregnant with twins. Um, And like I said, extreme poverty. She was addicted to cocaine. They moved a total of 26 times over a course of five years. Um, She had, she was sexually abused at a very young age by her mother's boyfriend. And her family members. And this, yeah, and another family member. Which I saw a little bit of the documentary. It's on uh, Hulu. It's called the State of Texas versus Melissa Lucio, um, and it and it brought to light a lot of um, corruptness. No, I wouldn't say corruptness. I would just say sexual abuse. It just it triggered something in me. Not necessarily saying that I went through this, but I'm just saying that it, it's it's known that whenever, um, especially, I wouldn't say especially. It's not uncommon in a Hispanic or a Latinx household for somebody to be sexually abused by an uncle, by a cousin, et cetera, et cetera. But when when telling mom, dad, whoever, they're like, no digas eso, eso no se dice, eso no pasó. Like they brush it under the rug, right? No, they, cierto, they don't cierto. believe, yeah, no es cierto. They don't believe the kid. And in the documentary, her mom clearly says that. Like she said, Melissa told me about the abuse and I told her that's not true. Don't be saying that about him. Like, it's like she essentially she's like, I didn't believe her because she was a child. If anything, you should believe her more because she's a child. Right. Like why they have the reason to lie. And so um, you have all these different factors playing in. Um, she's had CPS called on her multiple times, um, which I want you to remember that because that's, that's important. Um, and, you know, 
struggling to live day to day, making sure her kids are taken care of. Obviously, they got her on child neglect. Only but because it, I feel that the only reason they got her on child neglect is because when they made these house visits, they didn't find any food. They found out that that's child they, neglect. That's what I said. I said the, I feel like the reasoning why they would call it child neglect is because there was no food in the home. There was no power in the home for at least a month. They were homeless up to six weeks. And at times they did see that they were living at the local park. And the only place they would be able to eat and find hygiene was when they went to school. So I see that part where it was a neglect. But in regards to child abuse, I don't honestly believe that she... Um, abuse her children. Right. CPS then, has no record. There's no indication that uh, Melissa was a violent person. There's no indication of that. There's no indication that she ever abused her kids. There's no indication that she was ever violent, like to anybody for that matter. Like she's just not a violent person. She may have struggled financially and she may have struggled, you know, to be a good mother, but. Physical abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse was just not something that she did. That was just not in her characteristics. And so... Because she's a mother. (laughs) And so what happened was uh, Mariah, she was two years old at the time, died two days after falling down the stairs, allegedly falling down the stairs. Um, The coroner said the cause of death was blunt force trauma to the head. After further examination, they said that she had broken her arm several weeks back. There was multiple bruising that couldn't have happened within the two days of the fall. So they essentially accused her and charged her with abuse of a child. Murder, abuse of a child is what it came down to. Uh, She was convicted of beating her daughter to death in 2007. Um, and they looked back on the video or the tapes and they said that essentially because she confessed, right? She confessed to killing her daughter. But here's the thing, though. They spent five hours in interrogation. Five seven. hours. Seven. Uh, I have five. I have seven. Okay, well, seven hours. Seven hours in interrogation. No food, no water, no sleep. And she's if, still awake from 2 a.m. in the morning. From when the doc- from when the people were called, the right. ambulance were called. Right. And so, obviously, they've been trying to fight this conviction for 14, 14 15 years at this point. 15 right. years. Uh, she was set to be executed at the end of April, but they got a reprieve and they pushed it out. Unfortunately, the Supreme Court denied the review of the case. Um, and so, they're hoping that with the new evidence that is presented, they are able to prove her innocence. Which brings me to the next question. Do you think that she was a target because of her circumstance? And because it it, it made it easy to pin it on her, her daughter's death. Because to this day, she claims innocence. She claims that she did not do it. She claims that, you know, she didn't kill her daughter. Mm-hmm. And mind you, at the time, nine of nine of her twelve kids were living with her husband at the time, uh, Roberto Alvarez. Uh, he, they were all living with him at the time of Mariah's death, and yet he was treated as um, a witness versus a suspect. 
when they questioned him, they questioned him as a witness. They didn't question him as a suspect in this in the in the murder. I've <clears throat> like you said. I just I honestly, as I was telling um, a friend, is I feel like they just needed a pin it on somebody at the end of the day. Like I, when they were questioning her for those seven hours, it's like it came on so so long that she just finally just gave in and were like, you know what. I'll go ahead and say what I gotta say. Um, if you said I did this, then I did this. Like she went, she went along with it. When when psychiatrists had reviewed the tapes, they even seen it in her face. They they went along like she was. She knew what she was saying, but she was so tired and so out of it that she just said what they wanted to hear. Right. It's kind of like I also feel that sorry, she because she knew who did it. She knew how it happened, and I feel like she was protecting her daughter. Which it was um, Alexandra. I feel like she was allegedly. I know I you have know. to say allegedly. We have okay. to say allegedly. Alleg- allegedly, Alexandra. <laughs> I get. I'm like. So Fina watched the full documentary that came out in um, in Hulu, but the thing is that it came out in 2020, so two years ago. And so as I was reading these news articles, New York Times, L.A. Times, um, you know, just just local news articles about this. Not one of those articles mentions the daughter, which brings to the question, you know, is she protecting her daughter or, you know, what, what truly happened? Did she, was it just a victim of accident? Right. Right. So, um, at the time, the DA, the district attorney that charged Melissa is currently in jail for facing corruption. Peter? And, I'm sorry? Peter is or? No. Oh, no, the, the um. The Antonio. DA. No, Armando Villalobos. Yeah, Armando Villalobos is currently in jail for corruption and bribery. Mm-hmm. And so, um, once they reviewed the evidence, a lot of it. Hi, Crystal. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Crystal. So I just, if you guys have a second, like just really look into the case of Melissa Lucio. Um, If you believe her innocence, sign the petition to just um, have them review her case and really free her because all the evidence, all the testimony, like five jurors, five jurors that convicted her back in 2007 felt like they made a mistake. For them to come forward, five out of the 12, mind you, five out of the 12 jurors came forward and said, hey, listen, you know, after reviewing everything, I don't think she's guilty. What does that tell you? For you to just renege on what you said so many years ago, like. Mm -hmm. Like, do you think it's because they now have this evidence that they did not. No, I then because no, I don't think it's it's the evidence. I think she was a victim of the system. I think because she was poor, uneducated, she um, was addicted to drugs. drugs. Um, she obviously, I mean, she did her best to take care of her kids, but the best to whose ability, right? Right. And I think that they thought it was just going to be easy dependent on her. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't the case. I, I truly believe that was not the case. But then I, I also think, like, okay, you're 38 at the time of the conviction. You have 14 kids that you can barely take care of. 
at what point do you take a step back and you say, okay, when do I stop having kids? Hmm. I would have stopped that too. She, she like, she is literally the walking poster child of why Roe versus Wade should stay in effect. <laughs> what I was going to say, um, I, hold on. I was going to say something. Yeah. Um, Oh, a gentleman who worked at the county, he goes that because before the trial even started, her attorney had came to her with a plea deal from the DA where they said, um, you can take a plea deal and only serve 30 years. How old are you? 38. You'll be out by the time you're 36 and you'll still 36? be 36. I'm sorry. 68. Right. 38. Six, yeah. 68. Yeah. That and is a so, lot of babies. And so, I mean, at that, at that time. She goes, like, no, like, I didn't do this. Like, I, you need to help me. And, like, she goes, like, he goes, like, you can be out by 68 and you'll still be able to see your kids, your grandkids and things like that. I'm just, like, homie, you didn't do nothing to help her out. You just basically go, like, I want you to take this big deal because I don't want to do all this paperwork. Like, you were lazy. Like, her youngest babies are 14 years old, 15, 15 years old. Because they were, they, she was pregnant with twins at the time. Mm-hmm. And then for only her, brought in three of the ki- her kids and, onto the show. And for her um, to not be able to be with them through literally everything, you know, like when they started walking, when they had their first crush, when they went to school, kindergarten, roundup. Like I'm thinking of all these things that I get to experience um, with the girls now. Um, and for her to watch that behind bars as she retains her innocence, it's heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. It's really, really, really sad that when you don't have the resources and you don't have the money to fight for your pre, uh, for your freedom, you become a a victim of the justice system. And is this why we should change the people who we have in office? But you know, it's, it's just not, but it's, it's not just her, you know, it's like, it's, it's essentially people of color. It is. It's it's not just Hispanics. It's blacks. It's Asians. It's you know, I was going to say it's Hawaiians. <laughs> it's 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 the minority. It's the minority. When you are when you grow up without the education, without the resources, without the power, mm-hmm. you're subject to what the justice systems can do to you. That's what it trickles down to. And I feel like she's a victim of that because she was extremely poor. She was, it was poverty. It wasn't like, you know, I'm gonna live off food stamps. No, it was literally, I don't have two pennies to rub together type poverty. Dang, Fino. Oh, you heard that? Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) Uh, So did the rest of Facebook. (laughs) And I feel like um, she's a victim of, she is a true victim of circumstance. And I feel like she was the ideal person to pin this on. And they pinned it on her. Sad face. Sad face. The requirements for death row for the state of Texas, she does not meet the requirements for it. Whenever they say, you know, like, would, would she cause harm to society in the future? She has no record of being violent. She didn't mean any of the traits to um, be a... Murderer. What was that? I think that was Joe. He's putting himself on the counter to get ready for you. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, we we went over our hour. We definitely did. And I feel like because of Roe versus Wade was a big topic, not just for you guys, but But listen, party. I'm going to reiterate. I'm going to reiterate. I'm going to reiterate. If you look into the Melissa Lucio case, if you genuinely feel after looking at all of the facts and information that is giving, whether it be any articles, you watch the documentary, like whatever it is, and you feel that she was wrongly convicted, sign the petition. Sign, I did. Sign the petition so that she can have her right to trial again and she has the chance to live her life. Unfortunately, 15 of it has been wasted behind bars but if she has the opportunity to live her life with her kids, let's give her that opportunity. Isn't Yolanda Saldivar getting out? Fuck show? her! Like, let's drink to that craziness right now. Listen, real quick. let's just we'll take another. Sh- what? She's getting out? Yes. Hold on. <laughs> Please hold. I think she's getting out sometime this year. Yolanda Saldivar. No, I put Yolanda Hadid. <laughs> wow, not the not Bella in. Oh, Yolanda Hadid has Lyme disease, apparently. Oh, wow. Hold That's on. just a Google find. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, Yolanda Saldivar release. I know. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, no. She's not eligible, eligible for parole till March 20, 2025. Oh, I so, thought it was this year. No, 2025. Okay, well. But listen... In honor of Cinco de Drinco, because we've had such a fucking heavy topic. She's going to take another shot. No, we're both are. I I'm going to I'm gonna get some of her pork chops, you guys. Oh, I do have extra. I made smothered pork chops. Smothered pork chops. Hopefully she didn't make it with pasta this time. Okay, one time, Fino. <laughs> well, we definitely do want to thank you guys for staying up with this hour of road versus wade crazy no uterus thank no you opinion. maggie yeah we just figured that out what? uh this is number four for us yeah. four and we're drinking strawberry margaritas and but i'm slurring my words so. again melissa no seriously guys i'm gonna say it again i'm gonna say it I'm we're gonna, gonna say it again look into the facts of the melissa lucio case if you if you believe that the facts presented i believe that we will win I believe that we will win. <laughs> Sign it. Don't coincide with what she's being convicted with. Sign the petition. Hi, Reina. You guys are late. Like We, we usually log off 10 minutes from now. <laughs> but Carmen was talking. No, because it is. It's, guys, it, was a, it was a big It was a big topic. No, it Robert's is. Way took because I do, I do feel like, like the government is making it really hard to be a fucking woman. Like it, I mean, like it is. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. Andres says we should chug chug the margarita to end the life. Oh, chug it or take a shot first. No, oh, take it. Take we a take sh- the shot and then chase we'll, it with the drink. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Let me yeah, put yeah, my yeah, microphone yeah. down real quick. Should we do our? Should we do our lives later? Like, should we? Like, let us know. Because season two, season two, season four is about to come out. Yeah. All right, we're going to take these shots and then we're going to chug Ready? the margaritas and then we're going to log off. Y otra vez para cinco de drinco. Pa arriba. Pa arriba. Pa abajo. Pa el centro. Y pa dentro.
I win. You guys, she didn't even feel, refill her drink. <laughs> I filled it up three times. But this is Fino. And this is Carmen. And you're listening to Man, Man in the Melv. Let go. Bye.